grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. Brandon says, here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the show, give you a rundown. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do, hang out with friends, do drugs, drink, party, get in all sorts of trouble and reminisce about old stories. I'm sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with people, reminisce, talk shit, talk shop, and just be a great drinking buddy. Most weeks I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, musician, rock star, Dan Tuma. Yo. What's up, Brennan? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Um, I know you because you uh, attend bar, but you are in a band. Mm -hmm. You are a major rock and roll guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Big rock head. Plug everything up front. Tell everybody where they can find you, your band, all that kind of stuff. Uh, my Instagram is DGTuma, T-O-O-M-A. Uh, my band's Instagram is Social Creatures Band. Uh, we're available. Social Creatures is the name of the band. We're uh, available on Spotify, Apple Music. We have a show at the Rockwood on March 3rd, and then we're playing the Sultan Room April 17th, and then we're going on tour, East Coast tour in May. Hell yeah. So look out for those dates. Woo! Keep in touch. Getting it. Getting it. So I wanted to talk to you. I do this with a lot of guests. First time on the program. I wanted to talk to you about how, because you're not from New York City. No, I'm from Long Island originally. Okay. So yeah. you're from adjacent. You're, yeah. You were here. Yeah. Uh, how did you get into music? Has that always been a passion of yours? Were you always just like down for the cause or? Yeah, I wanted to be in a band when I heard uh, Eruption by Eddie Van Halen. I was seven years old. Okay. I, I got a guitar and I just have been playing guitar ever since I was seven. It's so you're an axe man. Now. Big axe man. Big axe Big axe head right here. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you, um? God, so you started at seven yeah. and then you live in the city now, right? Yeah, I live in Greenpoint. Okay. Yeah. And so when did you decide, like, like coming up or in high school, were you in bands and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I was in bands. I would play, like, the talent shows at, like, middle school, high school. Play. Damn, so you've been doing it. Like, I know you said you started at seven, but you were, like, good enough to be like, I'm going to fucking do the talent show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We would we would melt faces at the talent show. Hell yeah. It was, like, my only time to shine in middle school or high school because I was such a fucking nerd besides when I was on stage, so. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Were you like a book nerd or just like no? I was, I was like a degenerate nerd, oh, okay. like, like friends with everybody, but like like just failing classes and just like you okay. Know. So more of just like troublemaker. Are, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say what are they? What is it? Uh, Hesher. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I was gonna say a nerd. Everyone thinks like, oh, this guy was in school and like doing. Class. You're like, no, I failed. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when did you um first start a band? Uh, first started a band when I was in like. Fuck, I was maybe 10 years old. How did, how, now, I'm curious because my dad is very musically inclined. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, plays guitar, like rips. Really? Yeah. And because same thing, like he grew up, you know, he graduated high school in the 70s. So it was the metal age and, yeah. you know, like all the old Guns and Roses and Rolling Stones and all that kind of stuff. Such a fun time to be in a band, dude. Dude. And so it, I joke about this all the time, but... As we got older, like obviously he would play, he'd have a couple of pops at like holiday events and then play and dude, he'd just shred. And we'd just all be sitting in the living room and he's like, (laughs) but then I remember he ended up playing in the church band, but he's soul is like rock, like let's go. Yeah. So he would riff like solo, like we'd be doing like, you know, singing church songs. Then my dad would just rip into a solo and you're like, what are we doing? Like we're in church. (laughs) But he's always, I'm fascinated by this because I talk to him about it all the time, like starting a band. Like how does that, especially that young, like do you just, are you in music classes or were you teaching yourself or do you just find some friends that play instruments or how does that go, how does that work? So like we, I had one friend that played guitar and I was like, do you want to start a band? We were like, yeah. And then we were like, who should we get to play drums? Who should we get to sing in the band, play bass? And we were like, let's just get our friends and we'll teach them okay. like, what to do. So we, Were you classically trained or did you just teach yourself? Or I started playing like violin when I was very young. Okay. So that's how I learned how to read sheet music and shit like that. Um, but I was also in jazz band. 
I was the I was the only guitarist uh, in my high school that would play in jazz bands. So similar to your dad, like I just yeah. wanted to rock the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But I had to play like Frankenstein and like <laughs> fucking jazzy shit all the time uh, for that. But um, but yeah, we were we were a mess. But it was the we just we knew that we had to just like bring the energy. Like I, during those uh, shows, I would jump off a of shit. Really? I would jump in down in the band. crowd and get no, not in jazz band in the in like the 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 rock the band talent thing because show. we were okay. so bad. Yeah. That 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 we just had to like make it fun. Well, that was the whole now correct me if i'm wrong because you know way more about this than i do but that was the whole thing with punk original punk was yeah. musically you're like it's not they're not breaking boundaries with the music <laughs> but they were just so into it that they were just like breaking shit and jumping off stage and everyone's like yeah we fucking love this but if you yeah. look at it musically you're like i mean i guess it's okay it's not it's all right it gets the job done it's yeah. just chugging your ass off it's more of a physical stamina thing if anything with punk which is what i love i love punk hardcore music shit okay like that um but it's good to know i guess the technical shit too but that's the fun stuff is really just like just ripping ripping fans <laughs> love it yeah. so when did you when you started the the bands and stuff because you have a couple stories on here we're going to get to but mm. i'm interested you said you were failing classes you were kind of like friends with everybody did you mm. start like partying and drinking and stuff while you were doing the band like when you were like 12 13 no i was pretty squared away actually okay uh i was that was my outlet my creative outlet and then once i got into high school is when i started drinking and okay. partying and doing all that shit. now was that did that correlate with doing like being in a band and no like, I, I quit jazz band okay. i was like this i just want to fucking party and oh really yeah so what happened musically like you were doing all this stuff then you got into high school and then you were kind of like oh we're drinking like fuck yeah this. yeah i stopped oh my god yeah totally stopped uh through college too oh really yeah yeah my roommate like played bass and i was just like i, I have no interest in that i just want to drink and do so drugs were you and... still playing were you still like playing yourself like we're no. just like messing around no, no i stopped I feel like music is like any kind of art form where it's like, if you stop doing it for long enough, you forget how to do it. I, I can't read sheet music anymore. Oh, really? No, I, I just get completely gave up on the concept of reading sheet music because I don't really need it anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because yeah, I noticed that when I took a break in stand-up, I took, uh, there was a couple times I would take months off and then at one point I took like three years off where I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, really? I'm, uh, yeah, when I was drinking and right. doing drugs, I was like, I'm more concerned with like, and I was in a relationship and I was like, I need to get my life together. And then I'd start drinking. So like there was no time for standup. And when I would get really fucked up, I had burned several bridges in the past with comedy. So I was like, I'm not going to go to shows and get fucked up because that's bit me in the ass before. So I just stopped doing it. And when I came back, when I got sober and came back, I was like, I know what I'm doing. Like it's comedy. I've been yeah. doing this for, since 2009. And that first time I got on stage, I was like, oh, I've forgotten how to do any of this. Wow. So did that happen with you when you got back into music? Were you like, oh shit, like. Yeah, it did. I, I forgot, like when I would pick up the guitar, I was so slow. I was so rusty. I had to really drill and it was great because I fell back in love with guitar. Okay. Right around when I was maybe like 24, 25 is when I picked it back up. And I was like, this is the most natural thing that comes to me. I love this so much. I'm gonna do this every single day. It's all I wanted to do. I felt so back you just in love started with it. getting back into it. Yeah, like fuck this. I'm yep. like, damn. Yeah. So let's talk about it. High school. You get into high school and you start drinking and partying. Was this who with who were you with? I was with my friends. My friends are. Like, are you an only child? Uh, no, I have two older sisters. Okay. Yeah. So were you familiar with like the kind of the party lifestyle? No, my no. I so my, <laughs> like, my <laughs> they're my, fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the teachers would love me when they were like, "Oh, you're Kayla's little brother. Oh, you're gonna be great." And then they would just be like, "You're not like Kayla at all." <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai surprise. Uh, so. My you, friends, me and me, would just like skateboard behind the stores. We would, oh, like, typical. You are a Hesher, man. Yeah, we would like get fucked up and smoke weed and just fucking party. That's when what we was the to first time? Do you remember the first time you got like fucking wasted? Yeah, the first time I got wasted, I was uh, like fifteen. Yeah, paint the picture, man. And we were at my friend Matt's house. Weekend, week, uh, uh, weekend, night? weekend, yep. right. weekend, and and uh, and no, actually, it was a school night because yeah. No, See these right. details. I've said it before, but these details I love because a lot of times people come in and they'll just like throw a story out there, like yeah, yeah. you know, I got wasted and like that, and I'm always like, wait a second. Yeah. When was it? Like, did you have school the next day? Did you have to go to work? 
work? Like, what? What's the bigger picture? All right, so, so it's a weekday. So I'm in what? Like a 15, right? So I'm You're in a sophomore. Ten, yeah, I'm a sophomore, and uh, my parent, uh, my friend's parents are gone. They're at like the cabin or some shit. And the cabin. The cabin. Fuck. So we're like, we're gonna raid the liquor cabinet. So we tried everything, and we were like, this all tastes like shit. And then I found this green shit, and it turned out to be Midori. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I drank the whole bottle of Midori. Did you really? Yeah. Because we were just. And I was gone and then we were like whatever doing what yeah just doing do. what kids do and then i realized that i had school the next morning so i had to go home so i rode my bike home and how I, was that bike ride because i've tried to ride a bike <laughs> drunk after i got my first dui yeah and your motor skills are not what you think they are no they're not they're, they're i was very impaired it was the first time i was ever like wasted wasted like that and i kept thinking um that i was being chased by the alien from signs you ever see signs <laughs> no oh dude it's so scary I, i'm very aware of this because like my bike ride I, I was just woods because I was down this like dirt road. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I fell off my bike over the handlebars maybe four times because I was so scared that I was and being chased by like... an alien and I ate shit so hard. And then I was like, yeah, okay. So are your parents home? Obviously, your parents are home. They're home. I had to sneak in and I was all bloodied and scared. Yeah, I was going to say. From, from the alien. And, and, uh, and, <laughs> from the, did and you I, say that? Mom, the alien. They, yeah, they're after me. No, no. I, I snuck in. I, I, I that, that What was time good. was it? Like, d were they aware that you were gone? They weren't aware because it was so late it must have been like 2 a.m that they had no idea that i would do that because up until that point i, I you know you'd I, never I, done I anything do like shit that. like that so did you did they know you were leaving were you like no, hey i'm no. going over to matt's no, no not at all so you snuck out yeah. and then snuck back in like oh, yeah. eight hours later oh yeah god so were you did you fall in love with like being fucked up or were you like oh this is like the next day when you wake up and you're hungover and yeah you feel like shit? i think so i think that's when we started uh i started drinking a lot of jameson and beer and so you went from a dory to jameson yeah yeah definitely not a normal transition no no not at all i mean the bottle's green but, but yeah you know it, it, yeah that's when that's when shit started getting real how did you how did you go about getting booze you can't obviously ask your sisters they're no my nerds. uh my friend's older brother okay would secure the package it's always that it's always the cool oh brother. yeah you're so cool well you say that we say that like i'm always like yeah it's always the cool older brother but then like thinking about it now especially with like how my alcoholism destroyed my life i'm like god like that person's a dick i know he sucked like in the long like, yeah i like to get fucked up why don't you all get fucked up <laughs> so fast forward and you do this where did you go to college i went to penn state for a year and then i dropped out okay after a year so did you you just party in how did you get into penn state with i'm really smart i you I, said you were failing classes i didn't i failed the classes because i because i didn't go yeah yeah i didn't see the point i i was so rebellious i just didn't want to go to school like my school allowed uh like 14 latenesses or absentees or infractions and then you were not supposed to graduate and senior year i had 27 infractions and i got pulled into the attendance principal's office and she was like where do you live that you're always this late and i live next door to the high school <laughs> so i pointed out of her window and i was like see that green mailbox that's my house and she flipped the fuck out and and i don't know how i graduated but i you they, did you still graduated yeah i graduated um, how um this blows my mind yeah. how did you what did you write like a really good essay did you score high on your sats like I, how I, did I you get the, into penn state i got i did really good on the sats i wrote a really good uh essay and i was in a few extracurriculars in okay. where I was like the president of like the fucking yeah. debate shit. So, okay. So they were like, this guy knows what he's doing. He's just bored with his class. He's just so bored. He, needs... he just doesn't show up. Exactly. Exactly. So what was it like? Cause you said you were there for a year and that's a big school. That's like yeah. a, and big 10. Those are, those aren't, those aren't, don't sleep on that when it comes to partying. Yeah. Did you, when you got there, were you living on campus? Yeah, I was living on campus. I was living in the Nittany homes. They were like these new freshman buildings. It's always the freshmen that get the I new know. fucking dorms. I know. I don't know how I, got, I lucked out so bad. It was great. I got so mad because when I was at FAU, they had just built like all these, they built three new dorms. Well, they built two and then they were like finishing one when I first got there. Yeah. And of course, one of them was for underclassmen. One of them was exclusively for freshmen. And then I was staying in the student apartments, like on the far side of campus, and they were like 60 years old. And I'm like, wait, why the <laughs> fuck do the freshmen get all the new nice shit? Yeah. And then when they built the stadium, they built like a giant dorm. Like it's huge. It's beautiful. Like kitchen. Like it looks like a fucking swanky, like Soho apartment. Yeah. 
only freshmen are allowed to stay there too. And yep. I was like, what the shit, man? Yep, yep, yep. That's how you get them in. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, this is where you'll stay. I guess that is how and you get them in, And then after the year, you're like, now you you go <laughs> go somewhere, peasant. Yeah, exactly. So you're staying in these brand new dorms and did you, were you excited to be at college or were you excited to be away or did you just? I was more excited to be away than in college. I didn't really, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, yeah. but I knew that I was in a good place. Um, I and the same thing happened in high school. I wouldn't show up to class. I would. Oh, party. so you did. So even though you're at, you're now you're doing more challenging things. Yeah. You're just like, nah, fuck this. I, it still didn't take for whatever reason. It was 2013. Was the Sandusky year? Okay. Right. So there were riots in the streets, and I was like, well, this is cool. This is like a lawless party. Kinda, yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna keep As partying. A rock and roll guy, you probably like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's burn some shit. Yeah, truly, it was it was wild. So when you get there, are you living with, obviously you have like doormates and stuff like yeah. that. Were you guys just like, fuck it, let's go. I had a doormate from Georgia. He was this big Southern guy who wore those, uh, those t-shirts with the sleeves cut off all the way down. Yeah. To the, to that's the what thing. I work out in. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so he would wake me up every morning with a red cup of something and he'd be like, hey, drink this. I'm like, okay. And uh, in the morning, just yeah. go. Yep. And then my other friend would wake up and he had his like vaporizer thing and yeah. he would be here, hit this. I'm like, all right. And then that was. Damn, so you were just getting fucked up. Yeah, getting after it. What? Getting after it. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's probably going to be the name of the episode. Yeah, getting after it. <laughs> so what, what, did, you said you dropped out. Now, did you fail out or did you drop out? I dropped out. Okay. I dropped out because I was. So you still maintained. Yeah. Well enough to where Just you could have well gone enough. back. I think I had a 3.4. Get the out of here yeah my core gpa by the time i was done with school my core gpa was like a 1.7 <laughs> but I mean, yeah my or not my core my overall gpa was like a 1.7 yeah. but my my gpa for my major was like a 3.5 oh that's yeah. because i loved my major but i was like fuck off to all the other classes like all the prerequisites and stuff i'm like no go fuck yourself exactly exactly i wasn't down for any of that i even tried taking music classes just to like you know yeah cheat yeah, exactly. Like you're already, yeah, it's like a kid from Latin America taking Spanish. It's like, yeah, <laughs> easy A. I got this. And those I did not show up to because they were so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So you just decided this isn't for me. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I was like, whatever happens, happens. I'll try to keep my head above water. And you're still getting like fucked up. Like, what would you say? Like every day, five days a week? Five days a week. Uh, and then like, I, ugh, yeah, I remember the first week I was at Penn State, I got so fucked up that me and my buddy drove a, a one of the security golf carts into the pond in the middle of the campus. Okay. Let's talk about this. Cause that's not on your list. Is that on your list? That's not on your list. <laughs> what happened? Uh, so we, uh, just, I, I, I had my friends come over from Long Island and uh, so this is the f you said this is right when you got there like the first the week? first week okay. yeah it's like the welcome party it's like yeah. hey guys check out what i'm doing here all uh, the classes are like hey we're just gonna give you a syllabus it's and you syllabus can go back. week yeah exactly and what do you do on syllabus week you, you fucking don't go <laughs> email it to me <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so they come up and um <laughs> it's funny because my one friend and i are so rowdy when we get together but my other three friends are so not this is the long island friends the long island crew okay. right so so um i remember at one point they all went back to my dorm and me and my other friend frank we went out and we got so hammered we went to this where did you go we went to a fraternity party because immediately i was such a chain smoker that i would get in with all of the people at the smoking hut there was like a designated yeah. place where you smoked this is not the first time we've talked Talked about this on the show on the smoking hut yeah Dude, like smoking hut i i've got a bit about it on stage but like people always like oh cigarettes are so bad but i'm like i got to hang out with like dave attell because i smoke yeah. <laughs> i got to meet dave Chappelle because i smoke yes. because i'm outside smoking yep. emma wilman was i saw her at the stand last night she had She's a great so bit about it where she was talking about like you can make friends faster doing bad things like smoking than you can. She's like, I've been going to yoga with this girl for two years. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> but if we smoked, I'd know everything about her. Yeah. So I, oh my God, I know it's terrible to say, but I'm such an advocate for like that hang. Yeah. That like, so, and this happens, especially in colleges, there's designated smoking areas yeah, because they're so strict about not smoking on campus. Yeah, yeah. So you just got to meet what frat guy, like everybody, everybody. seniors, yeah. juniors, frat guys, like sorority girls, and like yeah. So like I just linked up with this one dude who's also named Dan, and he was like, "Come to the party tonight." And we mean first week you're going, yeah. you're getting invited to big old frat party. Yeah, all the other freshmen are pledging, and I'm just there hanging yeah. out, God, which is never. I, I don't best. think that really happens. No, that doesn't too happen. often. But uh, so. Is it on campus? Is it a big house? Because my, yeah. my college, there was no 
you weren't allowed to have fraternity housing. So like a lot of guys from the frat would get together and get an apartment, but you couldn't put like the big letters outside the door and stuff. Like there was no frat houses. Okay. So I'm unfamiliar with that. Were Did there you... off off campus houses then? No, that's what I'm saying is like you couldn't, there was no fraternity housing period. Got so like it. what would happen is like a bunch of Sigmas would get together and get an apartment, but it couldn't be like the Sigma house. Understood. There was no frat housing. 10-4. It was like a... A weird thing with Boca and like the the city mandates or the city whatevers. Uh. So I we never had like those frat row or whatever where it's just like house 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 and it's right. just ragers all the time. Yeah. Did they have that at Penn State? Oh yeah, it was the stereotypical frat row. Okay. It was like it so just the big letters outside all the fucking big houses letters. And the houses were had like fucking columns and they oh beautiful shit. buildings with just fucking kids playing beer pong and their tank tops like it was it was ridiculous. So. Can, do you remember the fraternity that you went to? I don't remember the fraternity. God, I don't. I don't. So you get there. Yeah. First week, you and Frank. Yeah. Well, your whole crew is with you at this point, right? The whole crew. No, they they went home and then me and Frank went because we linked up with Dan at the smoking hut. Okay. And he was like, come through. This this thing is like So what were you guys swing. doing before you uh, went out to smoke? Like, were you guys just hanging out in the We dorm? were hanging out at my other, friend, my other friend's house. He set up a hookah. We were kind of oh, just chilling, drinking off. beers, like, smoking a go. hookah. Yeah, it was very So casual. then you're like, no, we're going to the f- Frank loaded up. Frank, Frank, the, Frank tank. the tank. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Let's exactly. go. Yep, yep. So you up. get there and- are you doing shots? Are you playing beer pong? Like what happened? Shots, beer pong. Uh, people are wrestling in the basement. So did a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Dabbled in some Greco-Roman. Yeah, yeah. Frank told me to choke slam him through the beer pong table, so I did. Oh god. Yeah. How was that received? It, oh, they loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was 135 pounds at this point. Jesus uh, yeah. Christ, you were yeah. tiny. A tiny little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that reminds me. One time, my senior year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the upperclassmen ended up going to Florida, which is Florida is the best public school in the Southeast and uh, the University of Florida. And yeah. So I was not really, I got bullied a lot and even by the other football players. So I wasn't really invited, but they invited a bunch of the guys that were one year under them to come hang out because they're freshmen you know, at the University of Florida. It was a big deal. So they were like, come party with us. So I kind of tagged along. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember we were at this apartment off campus and we got, or no house, and we got so fucked up. And I remember I was like running the beer pong table with this other girl. Yeah. And I thought like we had a connection <laughs> and I was like so excited. And then it one and we might have, but then at one point I was so drunk, I pulled my dick out and peed on the beer pong table. Oh my God. I don't even remember doing it. But I was told, and then I passed out the whole ride home. So everyone was pissed that nice. I slept because we were supposed to take turns driving because it was like two and a half hours. Yeah. So everyone was pissed that I passed out. And when we got back the, the next day, everyone's like, I can't fucking believe you. Like you embarrassed all of us. Like you were a mess. And I was like, I thought it would liven up the party at the time, <laughs> I guess. Apparently I just peed. I was like, this is my beer That's pong so table. Good. And I just peed yeah, on You it. marked your territory. But they weren't like unlike the choke slam. They, yeah. No one was happy about it. Well, no, because that I, I guess there was less fluids involved with the yeah, that's with the choke slam. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they love you. All the frat guys going crazy, dude. This is why I don't trick anymore. Uh, <laughs> and that was like early. That's like when I first started. Like that was like the second time I'd ever been like wasted and yeah. I peed on the. That should have been a red flag. Like, hey man, dial it back. No, or it could have been like, I love drinking. Yeah, that's, that's how I took it. I was like, this is a sign that I'm so awesome at this. Yeah. I just pee on stuff. Yeah. No one else is doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a party. Yeah. So choke slam, Chokes. everyone goes crazy. What prompts you and Frank to leave and go find the security golf cart? We were so like just shot and we felt bad because our friends were at the dorm and they were texting us and they were like, like, what's going on? Like, we're fucking partying. Yeah. You fucking nerds. Yeah. I keep saying nerds. <laughs> it's in my head now. <laughs> um, and then we were walking back uh, to the dorm and we see this security golf cart. Key in it. Key in. Fuck. How do you leave the key in on syllabus week? So, so, so I'm like, Frank, you know what we have to do, right? And he was like, yeah, I know what we have to do. <laughs> it's a call to arms. Frank. Yeah, it, it must be done. You know it, what needs to be. It, it must be done. <laughs> the cycle must be complete. 
So who jumps in? I jump in. Of course you do. And you fucking. And then Frank, that's why you're the front man. That's I'm the front, why you're the exactly, fucking man. Exactly. So you jump in. Frank jumps in the Frank jumps seat. in, and I go, "You ever see Thelma and Louise?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Take my hand." And we hold hands, and then I drove it into the in the middle of the pond, uh, in the middle of the campus with the fountain and everything, and we just get slow because I mean, we thought it was gonna be like a crash. Yeah, but it wasn't. We slowly rolled into the oh, pond. Oh, really? And we're just giggling the whole time. Like, so it wasn't like a. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It was a graceful descent into the middle of the pond, and we were just giggling, holding each other's hands the entire time. And did you get caught? Did anybody show no, up? No, we got out and, and ran to the dorm. What year was this? 2013. Shouts out, Penn State, 2013. If you were missing a golf cart, we yep. found it. Fuck. <laughs> Frank. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, yeah. you keep partying. Uh, obviously, we talked about it. Classes aren't going great. Yeah. And then you decide what happens in the summertime. You're like, I'm just not going back or what happened? Yeah, I, I think I I think I was like, this isn't going anywhere. So I am not going to accumulate any more debt. Oh, I, so you were taking out loans and stuff while you were there? Yeah, yeah. Did you do the thing I did? So because I was on a partial scholarship, like they paid for my books and my meal plan. That was it. Yeah. For football. And then they were like, you got to cover everything else. Now, in-state tuition in Florida is super cheap. Yeah. So it's like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a semester just for your tuition, uh-huh. and so I'd go to the you know financial aid office, and they're like, "Listen, you only need thirty two hundred dollars. That'll cover your tuition for the semester and your housing. You'll be good." And they're like, "But it's a loan, so we'll give you six thousand." And I was like, "Fucking oh, rack it up, no give me the way. six. They did that. Yeah, they gave you that option, huh? Yeah, they were like, "This is the ma- This is the." The amount you need, yeah. this is the max you can take out. Yes. And I was like, wait, so this isn't a thing where, because I was horrible. Like at 18, I got all these student credit cards and immediately defaulted on like all of them. Same. So I was like, this isn't a thing where you just give me enough to cover my schooling and that's the end of it. They're like, no. I mean, <laughs> you took, you signed a promissory note. You you watched the video. Oh my God. So now we're authorized to give you the max amount. Oh, they knew what they were doing too. Yeah. So every semester I was like, fucking rack it up. Let's yeah. go. Six yeah. grand. Fuck yeah. And then I would, you know, I'd cut down at work because I'd work in the off season. So yeah. I would use that money during the season to like pay for booze and partying and stuff. And then in the off season I would work. But what did you do? I was a server. Nice. Yeah, always. Nice. And so in the off season when I'd work, I when I'd get my student loan money, I'd only work like, I'd cut way down from five days a week or four days a week to like one day a week. Because okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm rich. Yes. I'm rich for a month and a half. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. And I remember that. So now it's like, I look at my student loan debt and I'm like, m- almost more than half of that. Like I didn't even need. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like, because it's a big, my, mine's like 57,000. Yeah. And it's, Florida is one of the cheapest states to go in state to school, especially a public university. And yeah. I'm like, it, it should have only cost me 30 at the most. But that extra. That extra, man. Yeah. So that, so what were you doing when it came to the loans? Were you just taking as much as you could or were you? No, I, I so I paid in-state tuition because my uh, dad lived in Pennsylvania at the time. Okay. So it wasn't uh, like 40 grand, which it should have been. It was like 15. Oh, wow. So yeah. in-state was pretty cheap up there too. It was good. It was good. That always blows my mind when kids are like, no, I'm just, I wanted to go like, I knew a couple kids who were like, no, I wanted to go to Ohio State my whole life, so I'm going to Ohio State. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but out of state, it's like 20 grand a semester. That's insane. And they're like, then it's 20 grand a semester. Yeah. And I'm like, I know your parents aren't paying for it. Like, right. dude, like, are you fucking out of your mind? You don't realize, right? You don't realize what you're getting into at that age. Especially at that age. Yeah. I Like I said, the day I turned 18, I got all these letters. Because I moved out at 17. Yeah. And I got my own apartment because I took basically a year off before I went to college. Yeah. Because FAU had, it was like, had accepted me and I was going to go play football there. But then when I graduated high school, I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. So I took, basically, I took a year off. And they were like, you're eligible to come anytime before the next year starts. Okay. So I went, I basically took two semesters off and then I went in the summer, you know what I mean? To like yeah, yeah. catch that year. 100%. And dude, that that there's, that year that I took off, as soon as I turned 18, they gave me a bunch of like student credit cards and this mm-hmm. and that. And I was just like, let's do it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, well the minimum payment's only $20 a month. Yeah. But then 
you get hit with interest and then all of a sudden you're over your credit limit right. and it's like, wait, I thought this was like my money. Exactly. You're 18 years old. There's never been something as permanent as student debt. Like the concept itself is just like, oh, this and will it just doesn't go, go away. away. With, yeah, no, it, it does, does not doesn't. go away. Um, so how much, so you said you racked up 15,000? 15, 15 and I was like, I'm going to tap out of 15 because I, 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 can, <laughs> I can do the, what I'm doing. That's so smart. You're like, I'm going to leave the table here. I swear. I, I can do what I'm doing right now on Long Island with my friends. Yeah. You don't need to be paying to go to school especially if you're not really into it yeah exactly <laughs> that's hilarious i tried to take music classes even though i was like fuck this i dude i couldn't it was like i don't know if it was too easy or what it was but i was just like this is brutal yeah you're just not this college isn't for everybody yeah i wish i would have started fucking doing stand-up at 18 versus going to school right i mean i wouldn't have the material i have now about exactly. you know playing football and stuff like that but at the same time it's like yeah but i would have gotten better as a stand-up mm-hmm. so what are you, 18? You go back to Long Island? Yeah. 19? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, 18, 19, something like that. So what do you do from there? Because when did, you just moved to New York a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, I moved uh, two years ago. So from there, I uh, what was going on? I guess I started getting into the industry. I started serving. I started. I was a uh, I was a pizza guy for a while. I was cooking pizzas. Pizza boy. Yeah, man, flipping pies. Uh, just um, what else? What else? Uh, yeah, server. And then I became a bartender when I was 21. Okay. Yeah. And that was in Long Island? On Long Island, yeah. On, on, I'm sorry, on Long Island? <laughs> it's okay. Fucking it's Northeast. <laughs> fucking fucks. Uh, so on Long Island. On Long Island. You, you become a bartender. <laughs> yeah. And are you doing, you're not, you're still not doing music at this I'm, point. I have an itch, but I'm not, I'm not doing it yet. God, so you took a lot of time off. I did, yeah. We're talking about right now, we're up to like almost six years you've yep. taken off. Yep, 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 yep. So... You're thinking about it, but you're not doing it. And then what happens? Because you're, how old are you now? You're 29? 27. 27. Yeah. So what happens between 21 and 25 when you move to New York? Uh, honestly, not a whole lot. I just lit, I just was having fun. Were you fun. living at home still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was living at home. I was having fun. I was like, you know, going to work, doing my thing. I was living that industry life that yeah. like where you just, you go out That's after you close the bar. super toxic life. Dude, fuck yeah, it was terrible. I, I mean, I, you go out after you close the bar, you stay out from the bar so late that you can't go home. You have to go back to your bar and open up again. So yeah. it was, it was that life for, yeah. for. That it's, I love. The sir, I mean, I've been. Do, I started busing at 15, and I'm 33 mm. now. So I've been in the industry for almost 20 years, and I love it because I like. I like. I tried to do an office job for like three months, and I was like, I can't do. Like, this is insane. It sucks. Like, it says nine to five, but they're like, well, you got to get here by like 8:30, and then if you're on a sales call, you need to stay for the call. So if you start the call at five, you're there till seven. Yeah. And I was like. And then by the time you get off work, it's like, oh, I want to go to the gym. But then my fiance at the time wants to have dinner. And it's like, so I don't have time for anything. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do people do this for 50 years, 40 years? Like, this is just what they do. I know. Every day. I was like, this is insane. I know. And so I went back to serving because, and also the money wasn't very good. And Mm -hmm. so like the amount of money we make, you know, doing service industry stuff. And then you have all this extra time. That part is awesome. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is if you like to party, which most people in that industry do, it can be, it can get, it can get out of hand real fast. It's rocket fuel, baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other thing too, is that you can be drunk at work. Oh yeah. And you might actually be one of those people like me. And I'm sure like you, where yeah. you're better at your job. 100%. Because you're more talkative. You're having a better time. You're yep, like, yep, 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 <laughs> let's yep. do it. Oh yeah. I, I tried to keep up with everybody. That would be like, you want to take a shot? You want to take a Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I yeah. couldn't say no to, do you want to take a shot with us? Uh, and I would count the money. Everything would be great. I'd be swaying at the end of the night. Just everything accounted for. You know what I mean? Um, it was never an issue or until it was an issue, I guess. But Did it ever become an issue? No, no, not not in that capacity. Just in the capacity of like, this is my life. Like yeah. I'm a full-blown alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but you're yeah. right. It makes you, it's interesting because like it makes you a better bartender. Now I don't drink behind the bar. I rarely have a shot with a guest behind the bar. But yeah, yeah it's just, I, I'm coming from a different place now. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, you're older and now you found something or found something again, I guess I should say, in music where you're like, no, I've got other, that's the thing, you've got other stuff going on. I have goals, dreams, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, whereas- oh, I 100% know because it's one of those things where 
I live in New York now, and it's interesting because people at work will be like, you know, you're a pretty good server. Like, if you could make a lot of money if you worked five days a week. It's like, I didn't move to New York exactly. to do serving full time. Right. Like, and there's plenty of people who do that. That's their career path, they, which is fantastic because you can make a shit ton of money yeah. just serving. And if yeah. you want to live in one of the greatest cities in the world, that's awesome. But it's like, I moved here for comedy. So yeah. it's like, why would I, why would I do that? And- like I'm the biggest baby in the world. Like I am a spoiled brat. Uh -huh. So like if work schedules me five days and didn't clear it with me, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing? Like what is happening? I know. <laughs> Which I'm surprised <laughs> I don't get written up way more often because I'm – and I'm self-aware about it. Like I always feel like shit when I do it. I try so hard not to do it. But sometimes in my brain, one of my defects is anger. Like it's a huge character defect of mine. So the schedule will come out and I'll look at it and I'll be at work and my immediate reaction is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Every fucking time the schedule I comes literally, out, last time the schedule came out, I was coming up the stairs from the bathroom and my manager shouted from the office, don't even start, Brennan. Because ah. <laughs> she heard me like, done, done, done. Because yep. I was like, what the shit, man? Yeah. So, but. <laughs> Every time. To that point. Yeah. It doesn't matter how frustrated I get with work, if it's a bad night or whatever. Like if they need me to work more days, obviously I'm there to work more days. I I take my job seriously because my dad used to always say, it doesn't matter what you do, be the best at it. So even sure. so, if I'm in the building, I'm going to give it 110. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is like that's one of the big factors that keeps me sober now is the fact that it's like, no, 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 no. I'm here for a bigger reason than right. this. Exactly. So it's like you said, like – I got offered a shot last night from uh, a couple that came in. Super fun. We're having a good time. And they're like, oh, do some shots with us. And I was like, I can't. And I always make the joke. I'm like, my sponsor would be so mad if I did shots. And then they're <laughs> like, oh, all right, no problem. But it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got so much to do. And I've talked to you about some of the stuff you're working on yeah. between albums and tours. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, if I get wasted tonight, I'm going to lose tomorrow, maybe even the day after. And yep. then I got to come back to work. It's like. I got too much going on to get fucked up. Right, right. And if I'm going to get fucked up, it's not going to be with you. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to be with a guest at the bar. Like, right. Why am I? Right. So when did you make that transition from the service industry lifestyle to being like, I got to I gotta figure something out? It was when I moved to Brooklyn. I was like, I got to get out of Long did Island. Did you move? Okay, I'm sorry. I no, no. It, you know, I, I, I did all I could do on Long Island. I was that industry guy. I knew Every bartender, every server, yeah. all the regulars, like, and I still do, and I love them all to death on Long Island. But it was just like, all right, I think this is. I think I had like, um, like big fish, small pond syndrome. Yeah, so, so I you, wanted. Yeah, a you had ambition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is interesting because you know there's a lot of people who don't, which yeah. is fine. I like, never did. Oh yeah, well I, I mean, never, from I mean, what we were talking about before, right, yeah, you, you were like, nah, fuck this. I was just like, fuck everything. So I don't give something, a shit. Something happened. Something clicked in your head where you're like. Yeah. yeah, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, and then I started looking at apartments in Brooklyn. I moved with the bar back that I was working with at the bar, uh, Dylan, uh, okay. uh, to Greenpoint. And um, and then I... <laughs> How big is that move? Because I came from a 1,000 miles away. How far is Long Island from Greenpoint? 50 minutes. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not like... It's not bad. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to change our lives. No. We're going to Brooklyn. No, I needed to rent a U-Haul, and that was, no. that was it. No, sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we yeah. I mean, technically, we just had to run a U-Haul, too, but it was a lot more. Plus, you're coming from, you know, living at your parents' place to a small apartment in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And so it's not one of the, like, we had a three-bedroom house in Florida that we were renting. Ooh. So the move was, like... Different. Exhausting. Oh, it was, yeah. I tell people all the time, it was, there is no fresher hell than doing that. Yeah. To go from a three bedroom apartment a thousand miles away to a one bedroom on the second floor in New York with the traffic. Like I hit a guy with no the U-Haul yeah. right in front of the apartment. Oh, fuck. Made it a thousand miles. Fine. And then this guy, and I joke about it on stage. Like, yeah, now that I've been in New York for six months, I'd be like, fuck you, guy. The sign says no parking. Like, <laughs> sucks to suck. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, oh, my God, insurance information. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. It was the freshest hell I could imagine. Brutal. So I'm sure coming from Long Island with like what you throw like what six seven boxes into a into your car and or into the U-Haul and you're like all right cool yeah I was a minimalist but not on purpose like I just didn't have anything yeah, just, so I just needed my guitar my fucking TV and the, yeah there you go <laughs> you know what I mean I say that all the time laptop and the TV and I'm out yeah oh yeah I got three screens going at once I got the TV I got the laptop and I got the phone fuck yeah just bathing in blue light at yeah, all times yeah there you go that's my thing.
So you get to Brooklyn with the bar back, yeah. and you still haven't started doing music at this point. No. So I, I get to Brooklyn, and like one of the fir- very first things I do is I go on Craigslist, and I type in band on Craigslist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then I met up with Jono. He's the lead singer of Social Creatures, and we are fucking boys now like we're just like you know bandmates is a is a great relationship is like better than like friends because like you're 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 doing your passion but also you're like in business together you know what i mean it's yeah. it's it's really really cool and actually Jono just moved on to uh the block where i live now uh with his wife and that was actually just like a funny coincidence so, that is super awesome. Yeah. That's the one thing about stand-up is it's, there is very much a community. I talked to Maddie Wiener about this. Her Comedy Central uh, short just came out. I saw Check it. That so out on funny. YouTube. She's so funny. I know. Uh, but we talked about this. While stand-up itself is very individualistic, yeah. there is a community of comedians. And we all look out for each other for the most part. And yeah. We've always got each other's backs because we've been through a lot of the same stuff, which is just like any team – you know, if I meet someone and they're like, yeah, I played football at Penn State, I'd be like, oh, I played at FAU. And we've gone through, while it's not as big as Penn State, we've still gone through the same two-a-day practices, like 100-degree heat, like fucking this sucks. Yeah. And I'm, But in a band, you're going through those things so you can relate to other bands, but you also have your bandmates. Yes. So I've heard so many stories growing up in the house I grew up in because my dad loved music so much. You see so many of these like – you know, what is, What were they, VH1 used to do, the behind the music and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So tell me about that lifestyle, like being in a band, like sharing not only, like you said, the commercial aspect of it, business aspect of mm-hmm. it, but also like the friendships. Is that, does that ever get tangled? Uh, it's definitely tangled, but it's, it's great because we are, we're on the same page. We have great communication, so it's never an issue. Um, I'm learning way more now about the business end of everything because we're shopping for labels and managers now, and we're in, we're going through that whole process. Yeah. So doing that together is great because you have to check one another. You know what I mean? You have checks and balances. Checks and balances. And, and it's, but the great part about it is writing together. Like, like he'll send me a part that he wrote and then I'll, you know, fix set, it. Well, I'll write, I'll write. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, no, I'm not trying to throw you off. No, no, I'll, I'll write what I write to it and then we'll send it to the, to the base of Steven and he'll write what he writes to it. And then when we get together for the first time after that pass around, we're like, okay, are we just going to run through this real quick? And then we run through and we see what happened. And sometimes it's just like, it clicks. It's like, wow. Yeah. And that's awesome because when it. In stand-up, it's one of those things where, in my experience, it's one of those things where you can write with friends, yeah. but your stand-up comes from your voice, mm-hmm. like once you've established what your voice is. So if you write with somebody else, or like if you're bouncing ideas off, and then you take it to the stage, but you're using their tags, it's not going to come off genuine, because right. it's not... Because I've written with people who are like deadpan, like I'm high energy, like a lot of movement, a lot of like yelling and you know, different. I use the levels of the tone of my voice to portray things on stage. Yeah. And I've written with people who are very deadpan, like one liners, like bang, 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 bang. And then like, they've given me a couple tags and then I've tried to use them on stage and it's like, Oh, this doesn't even feel natural like uh-huh. this. Cause you know what I mean? It'd yeah. be like someone in a fucking blues band coming up to you and be like, no, 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 play it like this. Right. See? And you'd be like, that's not, <laughs> that's not the music we play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so exactly. I have always been so jealous of the writing process when it comes to bands because you guys all are in this same band. So mm-hmm. you understand everyone's kind of workings and you all have the same collective voice. Mm-hmm. So does that does that ever cause conflict though? Well, it's because like um so cuz you can't always be on the same page. Right. And before I was in the band, the band sounded a certain way, right? It sounded um, noodly. It sounded kind of like funky, like Mac DeMarco-y maybe even a little okay. bit. And then I came in the band and I started doing power chords and I started doing like solos and like, yeah, yeah like, like, like real rock kind of influence. And so those things together is, is like really nice now. We found... Uh, a happy medium. You found, yeah, you found your groove. Yeah, but the hang, the music hang is weird because like you've seen the Warriors, right? Yeah. It's like there's these groups of four dudes and then another group of four dudes and then a group of two dudes and then like four girls over here and like we're trying to hang but it's just not, 
They're, it doesn't they're, matter. Your musicians are so fucking crazy. They're so crazy. Let's talk about it. They're so eccentric and like it's just you know it. it I have <laughs> friend of the show Tyler White works on the Late Show with James, uh, the Late Late Show with James Gordon yeah. out in L.A. Yeah. And he said something really funny the other day. He goes they do a check-in with every guest when they come onto the show. And they're like, yeah. normally comedians are great. Actors are really good. Mm -hmm. But he's like, it's the musicians <laughs> who always are like, let's do this funny bit. Like, let's do, oh, they all. God. And then he was, and then Mike Carano, who worked at the, was the general manager of the improv for like 20 years said, yeah, all musicians want to be comedians. Like they want to yeah. have that like, hey. Right, right. And he's like, all comedians want to be rock stars. Yeah. But I think the comedian to rock star translates a lot easier than the rock yeah. star to comedian. I'd have to agree because, you know, you get these bands that are like, you know, in between a song, the the, the lead man's like cracking jokes or whatever. Yeah. And it's just so he can hear himself crack jokes. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so brutal. And it's not written material. No. He's just like, yeah, let me talk shit. He's riffing. And it's like, what do you, you know what, what I mean? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Play the song. Play, play the song. <laughs> Sing, dude. Dance, monkey. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I could imagine that hang is weird because, and I know I keep referencing this, but it's my only point of reference when it comes to like show business because I don't hang out with actors or musicians. I hang out with comics. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like even if you don't see eye to eye on something, you can have like an in-depth discussion or you could just turn to another comic and start talking to them. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to, but with the band, like you said, it's it's like these pockets. Everybody like has their four, vision. Four, four, four. Yeah. And so it's like, what are you going to do? If you don't like what the other band is saying, are you going to like rumble? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, you could, but like you don't, you want to be diplomatic in every yeah. situation, but it's, yeah, exactly. And then if you turn and walk away, does uh -huh. the band have to follow you? Oh, man. How does that work? I mean, yeah, kind of, right? You like want you want a united front, yeah. you know? God, yeah. that's horrible. It is. It is. I only ever have to worry about me. Because my drummer's such a troublemaker. He's so <laughs> crazy, so wild. Let's talk about it. What, what do you mean? What, does he he's always from try the to... South. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's great. His name's Patrick, but he, he, he's a wild boy. And he'll just let it fly. He does not have a filter whatsoever. Oh, I hate... <laughs> What's his name? Patrick. No, no offense to Patrick, but I, there's something that really bugs me when people just say everything that pops into their head. <laughs> Cause I'm always like, as my dad used to say when we were growing up, like, don't embarrass me. Like, <laughs> what are you, but like, for real, like, I understand that more than ever now yeah. that I've gotten older. Yeah. Cause it doesn't happen, obviously, with Savannah, friend of the show, my girlfriend. It, it doesn't happen. But like, I'll go out with people. And she'll be there, and then someone will say something, and I'm like, why? Like, mixed company, dude. Like, why would you even, like, right, why are we right, even right. talking about this? Right. And it's, so Patrick just lets it fly. And I always back him up. You always. have to. That's my boy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what you know, You have it, to. <laughs> does it ever backfire? <laughs> are you like, yeah, what he said? And then they're like, oh, you're canceled now. Ah, uh, no. It's never gotten to that point. Thank God, you know. Um <laughs> I want to, we got to get to this list because we're coming up on time. Okay. I, uh, speaking of the band though, this is something hilarious. It's yeah. the top of your list. You put requesting my own band at a bar. Yeah. So I went to visit, uh, my friend Richard, uh, at his, uh, me, uh, John, uh, Slack was there. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend, Sally, John Slack, friend of the show, uh, dude, great guy. Um, uh, and then Richards. I had Emmy. every intention not to drive. <laughs> Classic. How many times have you been arrested, John? Eh, 22, 25. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something like that. Sweetheart of a man. Yeah, super sweet. <laughs> so we're all there. We're all at the bar. And Richard puts on social creatures at the bar. And I'm like, fucking so embarrassed. I'm like, dude, please turn this off. This is so embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, I know exactly what you mean. He's doing it to get at me. You know, like roasting me or whatever. Ribbing me or whatever. So, so, so wait, what do you mean he puts it on at the bar? Like, so he's bartending, right? And and we all visited him at work. Okay. And then he just has Spotify like at the bar? Yeah. He's the okay. only one there. He's he's behind the stick and he puts on uh, social creatures behind behind the bar. And now it's playing throughout the bar. Nobody's there. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's not that big of a deal. And I'm just like, oh, okay, good one, Richard. So then, uh, you know, we, the night proceeds. You got us. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we get a little banged up. And then uh, after Richard gets off, we go to Pioneer's Bar, which is down the block. I used, okay. to, I used to work there, actually. Uh, before uh, the stand and we go there and the bar is 
packed, right? And I do, <laughs> I do this thing. I don't know what it is when I'm drunk and I have a, a group of friends with me. I'm like, I always think it's a good idea to order Irish car bombs. Really? Yeah. I don't just know. to I just go to. Love it. Yeah. It's just fun. You know, you got to dunk the thing. You gotta yeah, the you got to drink it before it curdles. Cheap thrills. Exactly. Exactly. So I am like forcing everybody to do Irish car bombs with me. I'm like, you got to do it. Encouraging. Encouraging. Yeah. Forcing it, uh, sounds a little. I'm encouraging and I'm like. It's heavily a, encouraging almost. I'm like, it's a race. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to win. So, um, so like after about five of those. <laughs> I'm not proud, Brennan. I'm not a proud man. <laughs> you were going to say like one or two. No, it's an adult chocolate milk. It's so tasty. <laughs> it's so tasty. So, so I... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, after five of those, I had to pick my friend up off the floor because he was dying. No. Yeah, because nobody else is doing them. And like, I'll do yours. <laughs> So, oh my God. So what you do five, we're at Pioneers, knock yeah. out five Irish car bombs. Oh God. I don't know where I am anymore. I'm scared to ask what happens. Everything's black. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I black out and, and then, <laughs> and then apparently Sally told me the next morning that while I was at the bar, I told the bartender to play social creatures. Yeah, you did. I yelled and got up on the bar. I was like, play social creatures. And he did. And apparently like halfway through one of the songs, I turned to Sally and everybody while they're talking. And I go, guys, guys, shh, listen, this part's really good. <laughs> I'm like, I love this part so much. And she's like, yeah, you wrote it, dude. What are you talking God, about? God, that's so bad. <laughs> I have such a problem like being in the room when people watch my clips on Instagram or yeah. something. Like I'll be at work and someone's like like on their phone scrolling through Instagram and like a clip will just come up because I just maybe just posted it. Yeah. And they're like hit the sound and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. Like I can't be around. Right. This you don't want to be it. perceived while they're right in front of you. And you were like, fuck it. Play my music. What? what are you doing? What is this garbage? You know what I mean? Oh my God. That's super embarrassing. The, the fact that I, I was. Have you been back to Pioneer since? No, no, no. That was. Of course not. <laughs> that was your retirement from Pioneers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I'll be back. Next album. I'll be back. What is. Yeah. <laughs> what is this broken leg on uh, 4th of July? What happened? Oh, so. Uh, yeah, so. Is this on Long Island? This is on Long Island. Got it. Uh uh, I'm at my friend's house. It's Fourth of July. I had a broken leg. I was, I was. What year was this? Oh man, maybe it was 2016. I'm gonna say. Okay. And I was. Uh, I actually broke my leg. I was skateboarding in uh, uh, Disney, and I and I. Tried, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Celebration, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I. Anyway, long story short, I broke my leg. Okay. And I'm there uh, in the backyard, Fourth of July, and I'm on crutches. And uh, so you know that thing like where you sit down and you drink. And then you stand up. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so I drank 12. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm seated, right? Because I have a broken leg. And I drink 12 PBRs and half a bottle of Jameson. Of course you do. And then I stood up. Dan, I know a really nice place. We meet every day at noon. They're super nice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm okay now. Yeah, you are. I was going to say, don't do this shit anymore. (laughs) This is why I love doing this show because, like, I have terrible stories. Um, Like, you know. They're actually like bad. Like you tell them and people are like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. But I love doing the show because then I'll hear other people's stories and I'm like, oh, man, I wasn't that. Like, I mean, I was bad, but like. I say I'm not. We're all doing the same I'm thing. I'm not telling the bad stories today. <laughs> These are the, I, 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 was, I brought I the did, light ones Yeah, I was going to say, I did text you worst and best. So you were like, yeah, we'll go with fun. We'll go with, yeah, just the lightest I can think of because we don't want, we don't want to get dark on this no. show. <laughs> yes, we do sometimes, but yeah. we'll save that for your next, your next, your next time on. Okay, sounds good. So 4th of July, 12 PBR half a bottle of Jameson sitting down sitting down and then I stood up no as you do to go to the laboratory and I uh I stood up and then I hit the ground immediately because it just fucking hit me all <laughs> on crutches once. just on crutches face bang. down so I'm yeah so then I'm like oh man I don't feel so good so then I get back up on my crutches I I know I'm gonna you know throw up pull the trigger right exactly so then it happens and then but uh as I'm doing it are I you s- outside still 
I'm outside in the backyard. Everybody's there. Party's full yeah. So as I'm doing it, I see this mortar pipe that I set up because I am the fireworks guy at a party. I always bring the fireworks. You're the pyro guy. I always have an ace up my sleeve everywhere. I stash fireworks in different friends' right. houses, places that I was going to say, were. let's not get too specific. Wink, wink. And I just have fireworks everywhere. Um, so Totally legal in the state fireworks. Totally legal. Um, yeah, it's great. Everybody loves it. So... <laughs> I didn't love this. So I sparklers see, and snakes. Yeah, mostly yeah, those snaps that you yeah, throw. Yeah, that's what go. I'm talking about. So I set up this mortar pipe, right? And the mortar. It's a big snake. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, this might be fun. This might be funny. So I, so I like, I aim over the mortar pipe and I throw up in the mortar pipe just for shits and gigs. That's and then disgusting. I, and, yeah, I know. And then I go to the back of the backyard in the woods to proceed, uh, doing what I'm doing, and then they put the mortar in the oh my god that's disgusting and they light it and it goes off and just spray spray (laughs) that's disgusting i know i know that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard i know and they were like there's dirt there's mud all over you know there's so wait were they unaware yeah they were unaware so you as a joke throw up in the mortar pipe no one's paying attention no and then as you, you're like, I got to get to the woods. I want to do this more private area. Yeah. And as you're in the woods, they're like, hey, let's do fireworks, guys. Yeah, dance that up the pipe. Let's 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 light it off. And so did did the mortar exit the pipe? The and mortar like exited the pipe. And as it exited the pipe, there was a mushroom. Yeah, because it's fire coming out of the bottom. A vomit coming out of the mortar pipe. Did it get on everybody? Everybody. And, and then they were just like, oh, man, there's like, you know... M- Mud or dirt everywhere. Right, right, right. PBRs and Jameson. And I'm breaking it right now. It was puke. It was me. God. (laughs) Just cut this. Cut this whole story. I'm not. No, this is all. This is going to be the clip. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is all staying in. (laughs) God. I don't. I'm afraid to ask about. uh, You give me one. You give me one. (laughs) Yeah. So you're talking about a broken leg. We'll keep it on health. Okay. Uh, You had something about antibiotics on here. Oh, um, yeah, that was, um, so how long ago was this? This was last week. (laughs) I love how literally 10 minutes ago you're like, yeah, I'm not like that anymore. So last week, (laughs) well, this is different, right? So, um, I was planning a date night with, uh, Sally, my Mm -hmm. girlfriend and I was, shouts out to Sally, shouts out Sally, fucking killer of a comic fucking axe murderer and uh she uh she really likes champagne so i grab a bottle of champagne i grab a bottle of red wine i make this beautiful dinner and i forgot that i uh had this like this like gum thing going on like this gum infection thing going on so i was on antibiotics and i didn't realize until later where i i just you you ever drink on antibiotics yeah you're not supposed to it it neutralizes what the antibiotics are supposed to and not only that it makes you fucking crazy yeah it fucks you up yeah so then i got ingredients to make my ties right because i was like i'm gonna make some my tie so i have the 151 i set the my tie on fire i'm doing the cinnamon thing it's it's great right Mm -hmm. it's a you know and then you're a master of your craft master of my craft and we finished the my ties everything and then (laughs) i just remember (laughs) she hates me for this that she was like, you know, laying in bed and I was like, oh, wait, 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 I got to show you something. And then I go and I get the 151 and I start blowing fireballs in my bedroom. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. Dan, I, I love this. This is so much fun. I'm, I'm glad. You only because it. I'm sweating. I, yeah. Only because I'm like, this dude's a psycho. And I, I love that. It was fun. She she I think she liked it. I don't know. I don't think she liked it. What did she say? She you live with her. She, well, I woke up the next day and she was like, you know these blue fireballs in the bedroom? Like, did you remember doing it at the time? Were you nah, like No, not oh, at all. Not at all. Cool. If you're like, yeah, of course I fucking blew fireballs. I love fireballs. I do love fireballs. That's definitely why I did it. I I wish the stand had one fifty one. There's no way. <sighs> the way comics drink, that you would kill people if the stand had 151. I know, but it'd be so fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Psycho. The reason I figured out the antibiotics thing was the first time I had uh, chlamydia. Ooh. Because I was in college and I was still drinking like crazy. And they're like, you can't drink on antibiotics. I'm like, well, how many? How long's the cycle? They're like, seven days. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm not going seven days and not drinking. They right. go, 
No, you don't understand. Right. If you drink on these, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, just take seven days off. And I was like, yeah, okay. By the second day, I was like, let's get fucked up. Yeah. So I had to do another round of antibiotics. Yeah, because you feel like a nerd taking antibiotics anyway. You got to take the edge off. Yeah, it's like, whatever. It'll go away on its own. Yeah. I have a strong immune system. 100%. It has gone away. Good. For anybody listening. Uh, (laughs) We're going to (laughs) check. We're gonna check right now. After this. Uh, the last last story you had on here, and then we we're probably gonna head out. The mm-hmm. Drexel cheesesteaks. Drexel, fuck. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's cryptic. No, so uh, my friend was at Drexel. My friend Matt. Uh, well, Drexel is a university, correct? In Philadelphia. Okay, correct. So we're like, we're gonna go visit Matt. So it's me. My friend James is. Uh, driving and my friend gibson is in the back seat all right and before we go we're like we need cheesesteaks yeah obviously. while we're in philly obviously so we go um we go visit matt and then we're like we're gonna go to another university that was opposite drexel which will remain nameless okay uh <laughs> now you're learning Fast forward, we're outside of a uh, line trying we're to get- drinking? Are we partying or- Very drunk. Oh my God. But James isn't drunk. James is a sweetheart of a man and he's not drunk. He's driving. He's DD, right? Okay. He's never done anything wrong in his life before. So we're- Why do I get the feeling something's about to go horribly wrong for no, James No, it was life? a quiet evening and, and everything was fine. No, but we're, we're, we get, uh, we're online trying to get into the fraternity. Now and, I'm going to correct you on okay. this. Okay. It's in line. We're... Got him. Got him. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'm from Long Island, so we're yeah, on, So we're, you're in line. We're in line. For the cheese. There you go. For the cheesesteaks. <laughs> no, we're in line to get into the fraternity. Oh, okay. Right. So, so wait, what? Um, all right. Let me retract. I'm we didn't sorry. get the cheesesteaks yet. You did not get the. Okay. okay no, okay, okay. but we knew that we needed cheesesteaks so at you, some point. You go to meet your buddy. Yeah. Then you go to another university opposite Drexel. Right. Now you're waiting in line. And to we're go all to a wasted. party and you're hammered. Right. Is this at night? It's at night. Okay. So my one friend Gibson, who is just uncontrollable when he's drunk, he there's this dude in front of us, big muscle man, right? Yeah. Big, maybe 250 pounds, fucking yoked, and looks exactly like you. And Aww. and he <laughs> he he says, "I'm scrappy," and he flicks the guy's hat off his head. Gibson says this. Yeah. Fucking Gibson, man. I know. Him and Patrick, you can't take him anywhere. We're both like 135 pounds soaking wet at this point, right? So the guy proceeds to beat the living hell out of Gibson. Oh, so he doesn't even hesitate. He no. Just... No, he he starts he starts beating the shit out of Gibson and and Who's scrappy now? Exactly. And my friend James tries to intervene and the guy takes James and throws him against a tree. <laughs> Like sideways, it was crazy. And now I'm so drunk, Brennan, that I'm literally running at this man with my arms swinging like- Windmill. Windmilling. Yeah. My eyes are closed and I'm going, Aah! and I'm just trying to make I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm so glad I saved this story for last. So he, <laughs> I get up, I approach the gentleman and he pops me in the face. Oh, the worst. Your break, eye, yep. Breaks my nose. Your eyes start to swell in water and your nose starts bleeding. I didn't blow, so my eyes were okay. Okay. When you blow, you're not supposed to blow. Yeah. Because then all, all the blood rushes to you yeah. and then you're fucked. So I my nose has been broken before. Uh so um geyser, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, whoop whoop, there's three uh, cop SUVs with the lights on they're like disperse so we're like okay let's get the fuck out of here and then they're like not you oh shit so now James is in the front seat of the car there's beer in the car we're all wasted I have a broken nose we're at the wrong school we don't have like the proper university ID IDs, to even yeah. fucking be there so he's like give me your ID and I'm like give him an ID I'm swaying back and forth I'm really out of it right now and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I don't know he hit my friend and, and I don't know I saw him hit my friend and he was like, okay, get out of here. Oh yeah. I was gonna say normally to to be honest with you, normally like if it's like a little, like a bar fight or something like that. Yeah. In my experience, cops, if you're just like, yeah, he fucking punched my friend in the face. Yeah. I was just helping my friend. As long as nobody's dying. Right. Like really hurt. They're like, all right. They liked the fact that I, yeah, you're a hero. (laughs) I'm a fucking hero. You're Dan the hero. And that's what I tell everybody. And nobody believes me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, so then I wake up the next morning and my friend Matt goes, what did you guys do? And we're like, what do you, well, you know what happened, but he's what like. What do you mean? So there's a, there's an email that the entire school at Drexel got. And it says, um, if you find these people, there's a $10,000 reward 
for, for these people. And we're like, what, what, what is the email? It? Like what people? What is the email? So saying? we were like, it's not that bad. Like the fight wasn't that bad. And then we see an image. So my friend Gibson, and I didn't know this, spray painted the entire dorm building, every window on the first floor of the dorm building with Gib. That was like his tag or whatever. So he spray painted, he vandalized the entire so dormitory or building. You guys got back to Drexel. No, no. This was the opposite oh, at school, the other school. At the other school. He fucking marked up the entire building and didn't tell us because this is what happens when Gibson drinks. And so we wake up at um, Drexel and they're like, guys, there's like a $10,000 like bounty on your head. You guys got, got to get the fuck out of here right now. So we open the door and everybody is out of their dorms, like in the hallway, just like chatting, like, oh, did you hear what happened? Yeah. And fucking, you know, and, and then we step out and then everybody stops. It falls silent. They just look at us all. And we're like, oh no, we gotta get the fuck out of here right now. There's a f- 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 10 grand. So then we realized that it had snowed and there's a foot and a half of snow in my sh- and my shitty Saturn, the thing that we drove up, doesn't handle snow. So we're shoveling the snow out from an, oh in front of the car. God. I'm literally with Gibson in the back, pushing the car out of the snow. <sighs> we get the car out of the snow. We're like, we gotta get back to Long Island. But we're like, first we gotta go to Desario's because we need to cheese, cheese steaks. steaks. Right. So we get the cheesesteaks, we're driving back. Gibson didn't tell me that he's lactose intolerant and that he's on a new lactose intolerant medication. Oh, no. He's like, guys, we got to pull over. I'm like, dude, you tagged up the entire building and we're wanted. We cannot pull over. We have to get back to New York. He's like, you guys don't understand. My stomach is doing things. I'm like, no, fuck you. We're going. So Gibson proceeds to shit his pants. Oh, no. And I'm like, Talk your, tuck your fucking pants into your socks, dude. So he does. We pull over into a Wawa. He waddles into the Wawa bathroom and we're like, we're going to go get you pants. Just fucking stay here. He's like, no, no, no. We got to get out of here. Like, don't leave me here. Don't leave me at the Wawa. So we're like, fine. So we make him, so he waddles back, buck ass naked. We're like, you're not, you're leaving your pants, your underwear, your socks and your shoes in the bathroom and we got to go. Yeah. So he waddles back naked. We put a fucking blanket over his lap like he's fucking FDR or something. (laughs) And then we we finally got back to New York, and we were like, let's let's do this, let's get uh, cheesesteaks from Philly every year. And we haven't been back. I haven't been back. Yeah, to obviously, yeah. you're never going back. Yeah, no. Well, that was great, man. That was a good story to end on. Gibson, oh, thanks. fucking Gibson. Yeah, man. don't like Gibson drink. Plug <laughs> plug everything one more time. The band, everything. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking transition, huh? Hey, social creatures. Uh, we are social creatures. We're on Spotify, Apple. Follow us at Social Creatures Band on Instagram. Uh, we got shows, we got dates, we got tours, uh, and uh, we got a new album dropping as well that we just Beautiful. wrapped up. So, well, thank you again for being here, Dan. Thank I you really for appreciate having it, man. Of yeah, course, that was fun. Thank you everybody for listening. Brennan T Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com, and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>